Hey, this is Shamina. This is the Two Quick Things podcast. Today, I'm going to talk about cheat codes to life. So I got three that have come up in the last like week or two in no particular order, and there are tons and tons more. First cheat code, I'm just going to get right into it. You don't have to do what you don't want to do. So some of that comes with learning to say no. Some of that comes with figuring out what it is you actually want to do. And sometimes we have to do the things that we don't want to do in order to truly realize that we don't want to do them. But that is a super simple and easy way to figure out, I don't want to do that. And so I'm going to stop doing it. So let me try to think of an example. So if you don't want to go and hang with people that you are like lukewarm about and you're like, "Ah, I'm not sure if I want to go with this group, but maybe you experience FOMO or something like that. FOMO is fear of missing out. You can literally change your mind. You can say, no, I don't want to do that. No, I don't want to spend my money on that. No, this doesn't make me feel good. So I'm going to stop doing it. But cheat code one, you literally do not have to do what you don't want to do. And you don't even have to explain it to anybody. That's the beauty of this whole thing. That's the gag. You don't have to explain it to anybody. People will ask. People will try to make you feel like you should be doing something or that you're missing out. But you high key don't have to do what you don't want to do. Now, there's a difference between that and like, so, for example, I don't want to pay rent. I also realize that there are consequences that if I don't pay rent, what that means for the roof over my head, for my family, et cetera. So that's one of those things. So don't get slick about it and be like, well, what about, I don't want to pay rent. I don't want to pay bills. Well, I choose to want to live inside and to have warmth. So I may not want to want to, but I know that there's a, there's a larger consequence to that if I don't do it. Cheat code two. I may think of some more as we go. Uh, be loyal to yourself. I was talking to somebody the other day um, as I'm getting to know a new set of folks and you can tell that this person was not happy with what their role was, their career trajectory, et cetera. And then when I asked, I said, well, why don't, why do you stay? I'm not trying to counsel anybody out, certainly, but why do you stay? And they were like, well, my team really needs me and I'm a person that's really big on loyalty. So I will just stay until I feel like things are in a good place. What I'm not going to do is continue to sacrifice uh, myself, my happiness for praise of other people who probably aren't even noticing. They're, they're hoping that you will, in this situation, they're hoping that you will leave the job on your own or they're trying to find a way to push you out or they're going to end up counseling you out. But there is... There's this thing that we do where we make ourselves the martyr and we, you know, we give so much. We uh, talk about how much we give and how we don't have time for ourselves. And that is not noble. That is not noble. Be loyal to yourself. Have you seen those memes on like Instagram or Facebook? And it's like, do what you're, you want to do career wise, because if you die tomorrow, your job will be posted in a week. They'd have a temp in the next day. They would mourn, boo-boo, and then it would be over, and they would move on. Um, And I'm not saying it's an easy thing. I certainly, as I think about it, I stayed in my last role or my last uh, jobs, plural, too long. I stayed too long at uh, the school that I was working at. 
And I can only see that now that I've, I've, I'm, you know, continuing to climb to the other side. I stayed too long. And for what? Yes, it was comfortable. Yes, I felt like I had a good flow of things. But when I, when I stop and really look at, you know, it for real, I wasn't happy. I was being loyal to a system that has clearly moved on already without me. And I knew that that would happen, but I had to be on the other side and have some distance and be away from it to think, I need to start figuring out how to be loyal to myself. And loyalty to self means that some people won't like that. Much like when you, you, you choosing not to do what you don't want to do, people won't like when you're loyal to yourself above anyone else. I also spoke to someone last week or maybe two weeks ago, I can't remember, who was like, I changed jobs five times in three years because I just wasn't happy and I didn't want to be in a position to settle again. And I wanted to be like, you better get it. You better write a book. You better have a TED talk or something. But I loved how this person was like, I'm loyal to myself and I have to be able to sleep at night with the decisions that I made. And I just thought that was like super powerful to think about and really honorable and go that person. I wish I had that kind of um, risk-taking ability to be like, I don't like this, I'm gonna move on. Because um, my mind runs in like, you needs to be consistent. You need to have something regular and something steady. So I'm not at that risk-taking moment or point in my life. I never have been, and I wonder if I will be, but I was like shouting out the person who said, I'm loyal to me and I'm going to do what makes me happy. Even if it doesn't work out for other people, that's okay. I will move on. The third one that I have, learn to enjoy your own company. So cheat code three, learn to enjoy your own company. Have you ever been around folks who uh, don't know what to do with silence and they have a really hard time, like even the thought or idea of going or somewhere by themselves or being by themselves? That is that is baffles me, to be real honest. I love my own company, and there's something really powerful about being able to be in my own space by myself and being in my own thoughts and thinking things through. Um, one of the reasons that I, I work out and I run and I love to run by myself is because I get my own, uh, I get my thoughts to myself. I don't have to share them. Things become so much more clear after... I go for a run and I'm out and I, I don't have to converse. I don't have to make conversation. And I really get to enjoy who I am and think about how I want to continue to show up in the world. So cheat code three, learn to enjoy your company. Learn the things that you actually like doing versus the things that you do because other people want you, want you to do them. You'll start to uh, appreciate yourself in a different way. And I'm telling you, there's nothing like being able to go out shopping by yourself or to a movie. Um, and yes, I'm at, when I'm out, usually I have my headphones on because I don't want to be bothered by somebody coming to try to talk to me because I'm by myself. That's not the point is to talk to other people. So I will sometimes have my headphones on and there's nothing going on there. I can hear everything that's on the outside, but I look involved and intent and terms of what I'm listening to on my headphones. So those are three cheat codes that I thought that I, I wanted to share because they're short and simple, but they're all things I think that we think about and we want to do or we want to engage in, but there's something that's holding us back. There's something that is telling us that we can't do those things that we think will make us happy. Now, truth be told, you might try those things and you're like, oh, that doesn't make me happy. 
I feel happier doing this. Well, at least you will have known that those things do or do not make you happy because you gave yourself an opportunity to try them out. And I think that's one of the things that we have to be willing to do is to try things and to be okay with it not working out. Be okay with it not going the way that you think it was. But at least at some point you will know, I tried it. It didn't work. I didn't like it. I'm starting to think about that as, you know, transitioning into this job and considering like, well, do I like it? Am I too soon to like it? And being okay with like, sometimes it's not going to feel like sunshine and roses all the way at the very beginning from start, you know, from day one, you're going to have to ease and learn and grow into it. And so I'm trying to give myself some patience and some grace as I figure those things out. I was like, what do I like about it? What's challenging? What feels unfamiliar? And really tussle with that for myself. And it, it can be a little bit exhausting. Like I had a hard time sleeping a little bit last week because something came up that um, I didn't anticipate coming up so quickly in my time there um, at my new org. And I had to find a space to put that in its own box and to stay connected to what I was doing. I just happened to be at my... Um, one of my nephew's uh, t-ball games. So I was like, put that in a box, that work thing that you're not doing right now and focus on this because he's just excited that you're there and your niece is excited excited that you're there and wanting to like jump and hug. And that's the part that was important. So I had to find a space to let those things go for that amount of time. And for me, I have to engage in like a spiritual practice of reminding myself that I am more to I have more to my life and I am more than just being an employee and again to give myself patience grace patience and grace revolving that and considering that because it's hard especially if you've spent so much time kind of seeing yourself as an employee and really being connected and aligned to your work. And some of that, sometimes you make choices that move you away from that, what you feel may have been a direct connection before and breathe your way through it. And sometimes it's for me, it's thinking my way through it. And that's okay to have those thoughts and to think, what does this mean? If I, if I'm moving away from this thing that I was so tied to and connected to before, it's okay to change my mind. Maybe that's, cheat code number four. So I'll end it probably real quick. Um, it's okay to change your mind. You lose nothing by changing your mind. And sometimes you'll change your mind several times in a row and that's okay. That's what grown folks do. They can change their mind and shame on the people who make you feel bad for changing your mind because chances are they, they've got nothing on your bills and they may be very well just projecting the thing that from themselves, they wish they could change their mind about something and you've actually done it. So sometimes people give a little bit of hate on that or haterade, if you will, when you're making decisions that they, they wish they could. I wish I could change my mind and change careers, but I can't. And so that's, that's their narrative kind of spilling out and judging you or saying things to you that make you think like, well, am I doing the wrong things? Make sure that you're you're aware of yourself and realize that somebody else may be projecting. You don't have to make an announcement about it, but certainly acknowledge that awareness and then think, okay, well, that's that's not what I want to do with my stuff. Um, I said I posted something on Instagram the other day, and it was around um, 
there was this old video. I didn't post the video, but this old clip of Oprah, because Oprah's my auntie, in my head. And she was saying that, I think she was watching this clip of women in like federal prison who were all in there because they had uh, ended the life of their toddler by some level of abuse or neglect. And she was like, I understand what you do with your pain, but that's, I choose to do something different with mine. And so sometimes when people project on us, they're pushing the pain that they have out into the world for other people to absorb. And so we have to sometimes put that barrier between us and the folks that are choosing to do something with their pain that's going to impact other people. We've got to put a little bit of a distance between us and them. So uh, I don't know if this is a cheat code or this is just a nugget that I'm going to leave you with. Be mindful of the things that you do to project your pain onto other people. And don't be so irresponsible that you don't realize that what you project or that pain that you're pushing out there doesn't have an impact on other people. And it may be subtle things um, like gaslighting. I was talking to a friend the other day. Sometimes when, we, when you gaslight or you're gaslit on, if, you, if that makes sense, that's a projection of your pain onto someone else. That's all that is. That literally is what that is. You want somebody else to have a rise, a reaction, because you're in some level of pain. So be thoughtful. Of, think about that. Nobody's saying you have to change or anything, but it's irresponsible to not think about the actions or the, that we um, engage with or the things that we say not having an impact on other people. So on that note, I'm going to finish up this show. Thank you for listening thus far. Please uh, share this with somebody that you know that you think it might be helpful for them. If you've got some cheat codes you want to share, you want to hear more about, please slide into my DMs. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram under Two Quick Things. If you're listening to the podcast, you already know where it is, but I'm on Google Play, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, of course, and Stitcher. And holla at me.